this week's episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast. The award-winning podcast. Tweet about that. Here For It podcast is brought to you by Workout Plans. Gucci Mane has been off the lean. Sweetheart. And he has been on the lean cuisines. And second it shows. Cousin, second cousin. It shows. Write this down. It shows. Gucci Man has been um getting fined for like since he got out of jail. <laughs> um, but he's like fine, fine right now. Yeah. Like fine. Like I forgot that he was ugly. I'm excited. Um whatever diet he's on, he needs to market that. Actually he is. Did you did you listen to that, what he said in the, the video? But <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Actually planning to market. Yeah, he's planning. He, oh, okay. We don't know what that is yet. Like it need to roll. That's how you roll a diet campaign out. Is saying, "Look, I'm fine. Don't you want to be fine? Click this link so you can be fine." He didn't do that, but he needed to do that like tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "I was 280 pounds. Now I'm 180 pounds. Y'all need to get like me." And I was like, "Where is the link?" That's literally where I was. I was like, I, "Maybe he's gonna come out with it in like the next." Two to three months. He's just trying to negotiate between Jenny Craig and Weight Watchers. He should have did that before he um, took his shirt off and got oiled up and started listening to women in videos. Because um, his wife told him stay off the carpet. He said, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Typical niggas. They be like, "What you say to me, huh?" They have some blowback. He was like, yeah. "Okay, <laughs> you're yeah. right. I'm wrong." She, she over the house, so I can't argue about the house. So you're right. I'm wrong. We're gonna get to you right. I'm wrong. At the it, it, in the little bit here um <laughs> i am the superman t-h-e-e-s-u-p-a-m-a-n aka the cutie who eats booty bka the king of bella noche my name is ronald matters follow me on the internet at ronald matters and of course ronaldmatters.com this is your weekly colorful commentary on lgbt health and wellness with prep advocate and sex specialist me and culture blogger me her not that her this her <laughs> uh our icebreaker this week is um there was a seven minute video of Nicki minaj of Nicki minaj's reign over rap in the months the automobile youngster with a bad bitch that came from sri, sri lanka. lanka hey we're not gonna go there oh, um and it reminded me of her greatest looks um her greatest hits her greatest bops um her greatest videos Everybody don't have those. Um, <clears throat> so our icebreaker this week is: What was your favorite Nikki era? Um, definitely there was a short period of time where um, Dirty M- Diddy was <laughs> managing her, and her verse was what was her when verse? Diddy was managing Nikki. Yes, I don't remember that. That Stan fan, see separate. Let me see, Nikki. Good morning, verse. Oh, okay. I was googling it already, but then I googled the wrong things. So I, I remember him. They were working together. I didn't know she was being managed by him. Um. Oh, Genius.com. Thank you. This is what I'm looking for. It says, "I just came up in it a little bit, self center, but did I kill a queen? The yeah, Alexander McQueen got the wrist on glow, the, the bottles is on poke, got the shimmy shimmy, yeah shimmy, yeah shimmy, shimmy yo. Know. What the fuck I look like, bitch? I, I run, run this, this town. town. I ain't coming out for less than a hundred thousand. Man, the last time I checked, I was bubbling now. now. Got to turn down shows out yeah, of Dublin now. now. Wait, wait, hold on. I ain't mean to get that there. there. Like eleven hundred horses when yeah, I switched that gear. Swerve on a sort of kind of like I missed that there. Then I. 
push a little button on the sit back chair. I was like, what? Nicki Minaj make $100,000 for a show? And that was back then. She is turning down. Like, when you are a fan of a person and you hear them brag about stuff like that, like, we're all waiting on um, Tina Snow to brag about she turning down shows out of Dublin and how much she make without an album out. You know, we all waiting on Meg the Stallion to do that. Yes. So shout out to Houston. I foresee it. I foresee it. Um, I'm, I want I want <clears throat> Meg the Stallion to be doing those same things like six and months recover at the same time. She's got a lot of stuff going on. Like I said last yeah, week yeah, with yeah. her mom, she's died. got a lot of time to grow. But she can recover from that and can still slay the game. Um, my favorite Nicki Minaj era was the stupid hoe and into bro. the I Am Your Leader. Like when she did those, <laughs> like they they were yeah, like yeah. only months apart. Stupid Ho came out. It was same album. Um, Stupid Ho and I am your leader. Like she bodied <laughs> every other nigga in rap, every other rapper that was rapping at the and time. And that was her goal. That was the goal. When you set a goal, you achieve them. We talked about that on here on the Patreon content. Follow us on patreon.com forward slash your for a pod. The goal was <laughs> there is a legend out here in the game. Yeah. Of rap. Yeah. And this legend tells everybody else that I'm not worthy. Aww. I shouldn't be here. Aww. I have no place. Aww. And Nicki Minaj decided at that moment, okay, I have something to cool. say. <laughs> I would like to respond to that. <laughs> I have something to say. And she got not only the word in, she got the last word in. Who's guessing this hoe? BP? Hmm. Thinks. One, two, two, three. three to the Nicki Minaj blink. Because this hoe's so crusty. Hoes is so, so dusty. These bitches is my son. I said, I, I want, want custody. custody. <laughs> And nobody has custody of that girl now. <laughs> so no disrespect to Lil Kim. Her new video is amazing. I forgot the name of the song, but I did watch the video. It was believable. Well produced. That was nice. But you know, like in the realm of we're in we're heavy in beef. And so you res- you do a track, I do a track. Uh, or, or I do a track and then you just stop doing tracks. Nikki bodied Kim in that. But I do love Kim. Kim still, Ladies Night holds a place in my heart because it, it brought Queen Latifah, Left Eye, Angie Martinez, like the, the, a track like that. And then. I loved Hardcore still, but. Uh, but the one Grammy that Lil Kim has with Pink, Christina Aguilera, all of those ladies. Maya. That was an amazing song as well. Lil Kim is an undeniable talent. Yeah, I'm not and saying. And shout out to No Time for Fake Niggas. Just put this down with these real niggas. Hey. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that was our icebreaker that this was week. Daddy featuring Lil' Kim. No time. Come on. Uh, if you guys have a different era of Nicki Minaj that oh. you would like to feature, make sure you let us know. This tequila, wow. Because I want to know what y'all think. Like, I I know, like, for for me, that moment cemented Nicki Minaj for me. What, what cemented yeah, Nicki Minaj? Yeah. What oh. cemented Nicki Minaj for you? Wait, wait. What'd she say? Um, the one where she mentioned Peebo Bryson in a lyric in a song with Flo Rida. I was like, wait, wait, who's Peebo Bryson? Two years ago, I renewed my, my license. license. Wait, yeah. hold up, avoid that. So she was saying like she renewed her license because the girls were saying that she was 30 years old, but she would have to be 25 years old in order to renew her license according to state guidelines. So she debunked rumors on the internet and put it in a rap verse and made a lot of money off of it. Look, that's some shit Beyonce would do. That's some shit Beyonce would do. Let us know what your favorite era was. 
I would love to hear them. I would love to see what you you guys say. <clears throat> Our word of the day oh, this I week. Oh, my Nicki Minaj. Oh, oh, oh! I'm over here feeling it. I'm over here shaming it. Oh, okay. You're, you're welcome. Thanks. Um, the word of the day this week is smegma. Oh, it's Mr. Studio Girl. Well, wow. um, Nicki. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. I I love Nicki. I just what Nicki doing right now? And oh my god. Okay. We said this was okay. He's trying to gather himself, you guys. I'm trying. Um, the word of the day this week, W E R D. Come on out. Is smegma. Have you heard the word? You've used smegma? that word before. I have, but not as the word of the day. No. Smegma. S M E G M A. Um, it is a word that means the sebaceous secretions that happen in the folds of the skin under the man's foreskin of his penis. So. What is aptly called dick cheese or just nastiness anytime you pull any man's um, uh, foreskin back. And it's you, different, it's so just, it's weird. Well, no, that is, this, it's not just different. It's a diagnosis. Body activity. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's not. The whole body activity. It's natural, ma'am. It's not that it's a negative thing. It's just a thing. Um, like where y'all think the girl's creaming from the back. Producing mucus because something don't belong back here. Well, you can also liken it to the formation of boogers in your nose. Okay. Oh. So boogers in your nose form because of the mucous membranes catching things and stopping them from entering your uh, system through mm-hmm. inhalation. The same thing is happening with smegma. Smegma is capturing things that is trying to enter the foreskin of the penis. But instead of actually entering the foreskin and entering the urethra, it's capturing it and it's holding it in the foreskin. Uh-huh. It's the job of the man that has the uncut penis to wash that so the smegma does not continue to build and cause a scent or odor. But or some people physical. like to lick that and eat that and stuff. That's nice. Um, so are they on like Z-Packs? No, I'm asking. I'm asking 100 percent serious because this they're is not on an Z-Pa- educational podcast. They're not on Z-Packs right now. <laughs> They may be on CPAC. They don't know what kind of bacteria their body is actually fighting. Yeah, because they're they're they would be ingesting the bacteria that the other person's body is keeping out. Oh. So now you're ingesting what is being kept out of someone else's someone else's body biologically. And someone else's bacteria will come out of them naturally, and then if your body ingests it, now you got bumps. So it is not a knock on anyone that is uncut. It's just a word of the day so that y'all know what it is so that you can fight it. You can clean yourself properly. If you are uncut, you can identify it. If you are having sex with with someone that is uncut, but there's a word for it. Um, the the word S M E G M A smegma. Um, the street term is dick cheese. It's not dick cheese. I feel like the vagina power mama. She like, oh wow, wow. I, I learned something. <laughs> I I learned something every time I record this podcast, and then I listen back to it because I love when this was like at fifty seven thirty seven. Y'all had said, I'm like, oh, we did say that. Oh, we ain't shit. <laughs> well, that leads me directly into um, the next part. Is this podcast has been going on for two years? Over 100 episodes, over 140,000 downloads. Thank you guys so much for the support. We appreciate everything you do. We are watching and we see everything. Um, but this podcast is not free. Oh. 
and it is not no no it it costs money for this equipment costs money for this tequila it costs money to um, host things on the internet to rent this place that we are in currently Um, have your name on the internet i told y'all it costs money you want your name on the internet it costs money yes so if you are learning from this podcast if you are being affirmed by this podcast if you are being educated or entertained by this podcast it would be a great delight if you got over to our patreon right now and donated at least one dollar per month so that you can keep this podcast going we appreciate you so much thanks what's going on in um tippy topics first make it hot uh well before that again Um, i will affirm i just heard some hot r&b from produced by who was the producers for in the 90s Mm. Mm. Polo to Don Jermaine Dupree That was 2000 Jermaine Dupree mm. Was he? Oh okay Some Rodney Darkchild Jerkins Oh well, yeah Darkchild was definitely the 90s Yeah um, <laughs> No shade uh, He was also No shade Producing Danny Kane In 2006 2007 And 2008 Two number one Platinum albums Don't do Danny Kane. Danny Kane did Danny Kane. They did So yeah. <laughs> Uh, our information this week is your worst days are preparations for your best days. Come on. Take them in stride. They will be great to laugh at when you are on the beaches of Anguilla reaping the benefits of your works. Do not let them win. Oh, I definitely got to listen to Monica after the storm album. After the storm clears. Oh, just... that's when she kicked out the noise <laughs> and, and slapped your chick. Hi-ya! So, yeah. She that's... also filed for a divorce this week. So, Ooh. He kind of cute to me. I'm like, oh, what did he do? It looked little. So I'm just like, how you? Oh, cheat I don't on know if his dick it? is little. I'm just saying he you was cute. You ain't seen the um, the what do you call it when you like thrust your dick in gray sweatpants? Dick jump, dick pump. What they call it? Oh, that's oh he did that? little pump. I don't know what they call it. Oh no, little pump is a person. <laughs> cool. <Yikes. laughs> it was a little pump when he was doing it. No. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> In Tepid Topics this week, Beyonce went where she was celebrated. My thing is on. She was worshipped. 5%. I need to. Um, and she was honored. And Amen. she showed humility. Um, I thought it was amazing to see someone of the stature of the position of Beyonce to express humility in the way that she did. Because... She accepted her award uh, as Entertainer of the Year in a year that she didn't put out no solo music, but she still was Entertainer of the Year. Um, Who was going to contest it? Nobody. <laughs> nobody, nobody. Definitely nobody in that category. Uh, but she a- applauded everyone else that was in her category for Humble. the things that they did. Something like else she not. Yeah. And so oftentimes people will say, thank you to everybody that's in the same category as me. I can't believe I won. And then they'll mention Viola Davis and then keep going. But uh, Beyonce not only mentioned the people that she was in the category with, but she mentioned their works, which mm-hmm. was extremely important and shows that she is watching things and is observant of what's going on around her. Beyonce sees me when I add her on Twitter. I don't know about that. But she did skip the Grammys this year and was at the NAACP Awards and the GLAAD Awards. And so, again, it's further speaking to going someplace where you are celebrated, you are honored, and you are worshipped. And I would implore the gays to do the same thing. Um, We need to stop going to the sex parties that you don't get no play at. 
What? They're yeah, that's another thing. People go to sex parties and they be in. The well, corner. as long as y'all sending me the flyer, I'm sitting in there like it's three cute niggas. I'm just gonna watch them perform before it ends up on OnlyFans, and then that way I got the preview to the content. So I think that's still a bonus for me. You pay twenty dollars to get there you, though. But you, if I pay three girls six ninety nine plus tax, hello, the same amount. This twenty one dollars. Oh, you looking for a, that's not twenty one. Six ninety nine plus times three. Oh, six ninety nine, not seven. I was like the six. Six Man, is not divisible. Three little pennies. <laughs> I was wow, like, it's on sale. Walmart sale. Um, nineteen ninety seven. Cool. Stop going to the What's sex parties. That, stop going to the sex parties that they don't want you at. That they don't want you How to be you having sex at. They don't want me there. I've been there. I keep getting uh, the flyer. They keep sending me. Sending they me send the, the flyer to everybody. I oh, in real life, I don't get the flyer. So, um, mm-hmm. just for the joke, I get the flyer. But what are y'all doing? Stop shopping where you are followed in the stores. Please do. Um, stop listening to music by artists that would not want you. As their kids in real life. Y'all take that as how you want to take that. Um, I see you are Mari Hardwick. And I don't feel like you deserve the smoke that you got this past weekend. Okay. Um, Amari Hardwick got a lot of smoke because uh, he kissed the queen twice. Like her hair was in the way. Even she acknowledged that her hair was in the way. And then, so, it was awkward, yes. Um, malicious or or anything to add anything else to it? No, was it a little awkward? Yes, Beyonce is awkward. She's a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. I don't think she was awkward. I think she was over the hair because she was obviously over the hair. In that Even moment, when she received her <laughs> she was award, over the hair she was like, "Oh, I had got to move this hair back four times." I don't know who did the hair today, but this girl's not doing the hair no more. Beyonce was over whoever had did the hair that day. Yeah, I don't think she was over Omari Hardwick at all. And I don't think he did anything wrong. I think he did what any of us would do. And he did it in a more gracious manner. Because give me five seconds next to the queen. It's going to be a a, a double kiss. It's going to be a viral moment. (laughs) It's going to be a viral moment. I'm not going to assault the queen, of course. Because why? Why why would I? uh, But (laughs) y'all are going to see me bow. Y'all are going to see me grovel. I'm on my knees. Um, I'm gonna still get up and expect a full hug and a selfie. What commercial break? I don't care. Announce the next award. I'm still out here. Um, I'm gonna ask her to subscribe to here for a podcast. Her roses. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, you you think Omari was um weird and strange and what's going on? You wait till I get in the ring. Tag me in, Omari. Ooh, imagine Omari tag me. In. I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna take you after this. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> at the same award show, multiple things happen. Um, being able to perform. He's a Capricorn. Ooh, Amari Hardwick, Capricorn. Wow. To my Capricorn is my Capricorn is my number one. Oh, you can have them host. Um, except if you are a listener to your <laughs> podcast, we love yeah, you. Yeah, because everybody is not the same. It depends on your um rising sun and your moon, and it's different. Look at you being awakened. Um, being able to perform in front of Beyonce is oh my God. I'm a so crown. Nervous. I'm so nervous. It is a crown that no one on this earth can give you. Then getting a standing ovation 
from Beyonce and her hubby. Uh, well, that part, uh, the whole thing, the that whole part, time. you can buy that online. You can buy that on. Was there. Mm. You can buy that on eBay. I'm gonna get to the rest of that later. Oh. But Beyonce is the point. That's the reason for the season. Um, getting a standing ovation for your efforts in front of Beyonce Amen. after being crowned the girl that should perform Beyonce stuff in front of Beyonce. There's no other crown. What other crown? Shangela can die now. I don't want her to. I she's, think got she's got a global a long... Facebook campaign, which is the number one social media network on the face of the planet. And she performed in front of Beyonce, which is a global artist that well respected among everybody around the world. Like, I continue to do these things. How come I didn't win Drag Race? But this is the perfect example. This is the perfect example that I feel like of being a winner regardless of being told by others that you are a winner. Um, Shangela did not need RuPaul to tell her that she was a winner. Yeah. She's a fucking winner at this point. Uh, Oh. Uh, At this point, she's a bigger winner than RuPaul. Than Trixie Mattel. What's a Trixie Mattel? She's a bigger winner than any other girl that has won Drag Race and won $100,000 or less. You got to, because she has, now, she has now been in the audience and been applauded by a girl that can make million-dollar moves for you. So you wanted to get a crown and a check from RuPaul for $100,000. That's nice. That's cute. RuPaul didn't give it to you three times. RuPaul had three chances to give it to her. Didn't give it to her none. Now you're in front of Beyonce and get a standing ovation from a Beyonce. You don't know what Beyonce is working on next. Beyonce probably has two albums already done. Probably is working on her music videos for those albums. And now she sees a, a drag girl in front of her that can do her and make me stand up and go off for it. That is more powerful than any crown that RuPaul could ever give you or than any $100,000 check that RuPaul could give you. So I, I big ups to Shangela. Shangela is 37. And I think that the rest of her life and the rest of her career is still unwritten. And um, I would like for you guys to look at that as an example of Shangela working so hard. If you're not a Drag Race fan, look back at her old Drag Race stuff way back from uh, season four. Was she season four? She's season, season three. three. She was season three. Two, three. Yeah, I don't think and she was she season two. she had only been doing drag for like four to six months when she applied for RuPaul's Drag Race. But her and work ethic. And they loved her personality and they got her on there. But of course, uh, that's like, you're, 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 you're. Uh, Aesthetic wasn't where they wanted little, it to you be. You have to do a little work. She was like, I left and I went and learned how to sew. And she came back to RuPaul's Drag Race the next season and had many things together. And then after that second season, she went on to do amazing, outstanding things. Come um, back and do All Stars. All Stars. Was robbed, but cool. Went on to do A Star is Born and went on to An do a Oscar award winning movie. What other drag queen? <laughs> what other drag queen? <laughs> RuPaul herself is not in an Oscar award winning movie. It's really difficult because there is 133 girls that RuPaul has brought up under his wing. And uh, the one who's had three opportunities at the crown did not win, but still slam. And so to that, I will say what the young kids say, and that's on period. 
<laughs> um, this <laughs> to freedom. Also, shout out to Riley Knox, um, based in the DMV area. Follow her on the internet, R I L E Y K N O X X. She's friends with um our good homegirl. New single "Deserve Me" out right now. Damon Bouvier. Yeah. So shout out to Mr. Bouvier. Get his new single. Um, get into his body me. because he's been working on that body, and that body is right. I, I love watching him make protein shakes. Telling the girls, like, look, girls, I want to make a protein shake with him. Y'all a little bit gay, but shout out to Riley Knox, R I L E Y K N O X X. She's also an amazing Beyonce impersonator, and a lot of people and are a Power Thirty she, winner. Oh, yeah. oh, Saturday, yep. tune in for the photos. I ordered some things for my outfit, so um, come see us. We love you, Riley Knox and Mr. Bouvier. Yeah. Um. The next one is a. It's an unfortunate story that we have to report on, but I see that um, there are areas for us as a community to safeguard ourselves um, from being in the same situation. So this weekend, there was a young lady in Columbia, South Carolina, that was getting into an Uber. Um, She was drunk. She was leaving a bar and she got into the wrong Uber. Said Uber that she got into was a black Impala matching the um, the description of the Uber that she was supposed to be getting into, but it was not the same Uber that she called. It was not the actual Uber. This guy uh, was targeting young women and took her 70 miles away from Columbia where she was murdered. 70 miles? Yeah. After like four or five miles, I'm like, oh, wow, this far. Well, she was drunk in the back of his car. She didn't... Oh, I have passed out in the back of an Uber. Oh, oh, guilty as charged. That's why we're talking about it. I have passed out in the back of an Uber before. This is why we're talking about it. Because I don't think it's an isolated incident. I think it's extremely important for us to talk about the subject because Uber and Lyft are really important in our culture right now. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us get in them randomly, especially when we are at our most vulnerable, drunk, high, all the above. Um... And I think that there are some things that can be learned and some things that we can add to our behavior around Ubers and Lyfts. So one, do not get drunk alone. You got to be sober enough to make it home. Even after you get drunk on a date, you still have to be sober enough to make. Wow. Wow. Okay. Even people who you are paying, who claim to be trustworthy. Wow, you still can't, you can't trust them, you can't trust them, you can't trust them. Well, number one, again, like I said, don't get drunk alone if you can avoid it. If Mm -hmm. you can avoid it. I realize, you know, sometimes you go out, your plan is not. I don't have no friends here. I don't have no friends here. Stay focused, Toya. Um, I realize that your plan may not be to get as drunk as you want or as happened to you uh-huh. but if it does um battle the battle buddy policy is really really good really important to say okay i got more drunk than i thought hey make sure when i go downstairs to get in this uber i get into the uber or make sure you take me home or make sure we ride the train together uh-huh. um the battle battle buddy battle buddy policy is extremely important still um you want to make sure that 
your wits about you, your wits are about you while you are still in public. I think that's extremely important. Um, number two, check and recheck the description of your ride before getting into the car and the license plate number. I check the license plate. I'm like, UXV. I always, well, for me personally, I always like KXW. I, I always check the license plate before I get in the car. Yeah. That helps me. But also being familiar with car makes and models. So even if the description is a little off of the car, because I've been in cars and they've said it was gold or brown. And I was like, this champagne, man. What color gold this or champagne. brown? I, I grew about. up in Memphis. This is champagne. It's not gold or brown. It's champagne. So those can be a little bit off, but make sure you are familiar with the makes and models of cars because mm-hmm. a Toyota might, might more than likely look like a Lexus. But it ain't going to look like they, a Honda. Made by the same creator. Right. Yeah, Toyota makes um, those. Right. So getting familiar with those things are, is extremely important. So you know, oh, this is not really my car. It looks kind of like my car, but it's not my car. But that takes work and time. So invest 15, 20 minutes if you know you take Ubers all the time. And last but not least, get a Leatherman. Um, a what? Leatherman. Okay. Leather. Man. M-A-N. Leatherman. BDSM. No, not even. No, it's the wrong <laughs> aspect. A Leatherman is a multi-purpose tool. Um, a strict top. No, a verse top. A can, fully verse. You can name it fully verse if you what would like. What is he doing? But it is a multi-purpose tool um, that is used in a lot of construction and military spaces uh, that has a knife in it. and it is You perfect. love using your military background to judge me. It's okay. not a judgment. It's... A, pre- a preparation tool. Well, send me the link to one. So, a Leatherman, like I said, is a multifunction yeah, tool yeah. that also has a knife in it. I'm Googling. And so, if you find yourself in a sticky situation in the back of somebody's car. And you have to stick somebody. And you you have to survive. <laughs> you got to stick somebody. If you have to survive, I would rather it be you than them. Amen. So, this young lady, again, more than likely was defenseless. She was drunk. She was 70 miles away from where she thought she was. She was in this strange place with this strange man and had nothing to to even defend herself with. Um, but if you have a Leatherman, a Leatherman is typically allowed in most spaces. I've gotten through airports with Leathermans before. Um, I've gotten into clubs with Leathermans before. I've gotten into government buildings with Leathermans before. They're not um, as dangerous of a weapon as just your regular switchblade knife. But you can use them in a similar fashion if you absolutely have to. I like it. So I think that it is also a good tool, like we talked about when we were talking about sexual assault and having mace available and stuff like that. Just another tool in your toolkit that you can have because the world is crazy and strange and I don't want you guys to become a victim to it. I would rather see you be charged with manslaughter because you killed that nigga because they was trying to kill you. He was charging me, so I had to charge him and now they charging me. Ma'am, look. I would rather see that. Okay, we're reversed, ma'am. Reverse the charges back. (laughs) He was charging me, so I charged him. So how are you charging me? With manslaughter, we playing Uno. Reverse, <laughs> reverse. Skip, skip me back to you. So I would rather see that than see any of y'all be a victim like this young lady in in Colombia. Crazy, this crazy. Facebook is no longer allowing white nationalism. Hey Amen. <laughs> Look, I understand free speech, 
but to what extent? The same way that I'm learning that people are saying, well, my second uh, Second Amendment, Amendment rights is saying I can bear arms, but with rules. Because when it comes to voter IDs, I got to be 21. I got to have three forms and so-and-so and so-and-so. But with free, with bearing arms, I don't got to have nothing. Bearing, look, you bearing arms, you look like you got arms to bear. Wow. Do it, do a ninety degree angle. Is it burr with both your <laughs> Memphis jumped out? <laughs> do do a ninety degree angle. Look, you like you can bear arms. No, that ain't what y'all doing with voting rights. Y'all consecrating and consummating and oh, wow. girl, whatever the matching <laughs> vowel sound is. <laughs> what is going on? Wow. Uh, so Facebook has announced that they will be cracking down. So on, now y'all playing with free speech on white nationalism. Yes, and free speech I'm to abso- a point. I'm absolutely here for it. I'm here for it. Um, I as just, a journalist, I have to advocate for all free speech because all free speech has a place. But then I'm just like, okay, I need to let you finish telling the story. I'm sorry, but free speech has a place, and free speech, like when Donald Trump sent a letter to the press about. These six people he no longer wants to um, get booked on Fox News or MSN. What? You are the president of the United States. You can't do those type of things. Now, Sally, John, Sarah, and three girls down to the Wisconsin say like, can y'all please stop putting Kellyanne Conway on TV? This shows that the local market does not enjoy Kellyanne Conway's commentary. Only George Conway enjoys Kellyanne Conway. (laughs) So... Um, that's okay, but for people in power to say, like, can you not put, um, Ocasio-Cortez on TV? Because she always rebuts everything that I say. You can't do that. So, Facebook is okay with their, we're not, uh, oh, Facebook does have power. Mmm. That's where I get stuck. Again, I was giving those examples to say, this is where I get stuck because, Facebook is the number one social media network in the world. Top five security so in the world. So they do. Right? They have power when they say like, "You can't say that on here." Yeah, and so what they've cracked down with um, nas- white nationalism is because of the most recent violence that happened in New Zealand, um, where they were unable to stop the the shooter from broadcasting his massacre. And so they decided to finally come around to reality. We need to change our policy. To reality and say, okay, we're going to have to stop uh, letting white nationalism be a thing on Facebook. Um, While they're doing that, I wish that they would um, learn to identify gunshot sounds the way that they are able to identify when I post an underwear picture in a thong or my ass is out a little bit or my dick might be showing a little bit because they can get that down to a science. They have put me in jail three, four, five times now. And Tumblr trying to borrow the algorithm. So Woo. I know that the, I know that the, 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 Foolery. No, the, um, shenanigans. I know that the know-how is there. I know they know how to figure out shit like that. Because the they know how to figure intelligence. out. Yeah. The, they can figure out the minute that I am in underwear. On the Facebook. In a private You're group. You're susceptible. We've taken down four <laughs> photos previously. So we should check yours first. But the susceptibility is the same thing that they need to be identifying in these same people that are shooting people 
in the name of white nationalism because it ain't the first time they did some white nationalist shit on Facebook. Yeah, they definitely doing activity in Facebook groups before they posted on their public profiles. And reading and reading manifestos, writing manifestos. And the groups writing. that they're a part of. So, and- so again, uh, keep that same energy that you have for me and my dick pictures uh, for white nationalists and terrorists. It's, I appreciate you on that. It's National Poetry Month. What are y'all doing to watch these girls when roses are red and blood is blue because the girls ain't got no oxygen to their blood yet. Mm. Porsche Underground Railroad Williams um, is rarely, rarely right and correct. Um, but somehow. But on this recent argument with Nene Leakes. A clock is wrong two times a day. No, a wrong clock is right two times a day. What is the saying? Yes. A broken clock. A broken clock is right two times a day. And this is her day. <laughs> <laughs> because mama is full and correct. She is reading succinctly. She is saying things that make sense. And Nene is Not with that box body. I said, oh, Portia. <laughs> I'm trying to get there. <laughs> I can say the jokes first, but. <laughs> ah! Oh. Ah! Ah! Check out. Check out. I'm too uh, intoxicated. Sorry. Uh, if you have not seen the last episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta before their uh, reunion, it was interesting. Uh, we finally got to see Kenya Moore come back uh, to an episode, and it rubbed Nene Leakes' panties all of the wrong yeah, ways. Her gel did not lay down <laughs> on their wig. In the back, especially. <laughs> so it was frazzled. Uh, she had an argument with all of the girls because just everybody I mean, can get why? it. I don't know who I don't know what's going on, so I need to just cuss everybody out. Yeah, she just was basically like everybody can get it because I'm not happy. She had an argument with Cynthia. She had the same argument and follow on argument to the in the trailer for the reunion with Portia. And again, like I said, it is very rare that I can take the side of Portia, but Portia is so right on this one. What do you mean? Um, Portia was basically characterizing uh, their recent argument as if I have to do this much work to be a friend with you, then we don't need to be friends. Because first of all, my brain capacity don't go that far because I'm Portia. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. Um, but I think that that's also an important thing for um us regular niggas to talk about is what is the level of um, work that you have to do in your friendships to maintain that friendship. If you have to maintain that friendship, bend over backwards and um, make sure you're not inviting this girl to the function that you know is going to always cause this girl over here to be jealous. That's a lot of work. And for a job that I'm not getting paid to do, I don't see why I have to do that much work to be your friend. Uh, in the the trailer for the reunion, we hear Cynthia Bailey say, "Well, if that's what's gonna make us fall out as friends, I guess we're gonna fall out." <laughs> and I was like, "No truer words have come out of Real Housewives of Atlanta because eleven seasons. If that's what it's gonna do, and the girl who don't argue with nobody <laughs> spoke the truest words." If, well, I guess we gonna fall out. Cause I mean, I'm I'm very I'm, not, I'm, I'm not. very much there with I'm her. Not. I'm not losing no sleep. <laughs> Look, I I am throwing an event. I'm the same thing that Nene said when she invited 
Walter, who was mm-hmm. Kenya's ex-boyfriend, fiance, whatever, to her wedding. Nene said, look, when I'm throwing an event, I make sure that my event is fabulous for me. For me. I'm not worried about who's coming to it. I'm not worried about so-and-so, so-and-so. I don't have the time or the brain capacity to be thinking about, oh, is Kenya going to be okay when she comes to my little event? Because we're recording for Real Housewives. Cynthia gave that same energy. KTSE, sis. Because she stood right behind you when you delivered that same verdict down to um, Kenya and pommeled her with your wig. The girls was like, oh, she looked very, um, oh, this is offensive. I can't say that. But, um, yeah, Bad. you looked very season one. You looked very season one when you were standing there saying that to her. And so now that it's season 11 and you claiming to be the queen, when Cynthia's throwing an event, she's not worried about, mm, is Nene going to be okay? Is Nene going to be comfortable? And she that was my sexy voice. And she uh. wasn't, apparently, because she still invited the bitch and said, come. Literally. And I'm going to act like I didn't know it. <laughs> That's not the truth. The editing was paid to plot. So, I, so we, we will never know. Is, we'll never Cynthia know. is also friends with Candy. And Cynthia told Candy, I really wish Kenya would come to the party because this is a big event for me. I'm going to be the only face on all of the Seagram Gin bottles produced for the, like the next year or so I have an exclusive contract as a Real Housewife of Atlanta Peach Bellini Real Housewives of Atlanta Peach I am the Real Housewives of Atlanta brand means so much and this will bring so much to Seagram's so when you have an exclusive contract that means so much for that company to believe in you like that and so you want all of your friends to be there and Candy being a girl with a new business deal every week <laughs> she definitely like, bitch, we gonna celebrate you. Cause this your big one. I'd get one every week, but you get one a year. So we, I'm gonna make sure it's where you need it to be. And so I ain't worried about Nene or no naysayers either. So I respect Candy for doing that for Cynthia because I... <sighs> I need friends like that. Celebrate me. Honor me. This is a big event for me in 2018. When I look back on 1231, I'm like, damn, I remember back in June when Candy had my back and she made sure everybody that I wanted to be at my party was at my party. That is a good friend. That's what Candy was supposed to do for Cynthia as a good friend to Cynthia because it made Nene mad. What kind of friend are you If you didn't want Kenya there I don't really like this girl I'm gonna be in the same space (sighs) And it would look even more acceptable Coming from me Because you know I don't use you Like girl if you was the last sharpie in the panel If you was the last pen I would not use you But I'm inviting you Because (laughs) Girl we need to do a reorder We need to do a restock my report going to be late because I cannot use this girl to highlight on my report. <laughs> you need to do a restock. <laughs> but you know, it, it looks even better coming from you because it's not about you. But Nene wanted to make that a whole... Oh, what about that? Oh, Greg. Oh, you just discounsel. And no disrespect to um, caregivers because I've been one. Lord knows my the father in my life died with bone cancer related 
things going on. And no, and I've had friends who I didn't get along with, with these other girls. And I still like, I'm going to make sure she at your birthday. I'm going to make sure she at your promotion party. I'm going to make sure she surprised you when, because that's what friends are supposed to do. It's not about me. So the bottom line, but I also know that I use you beyond, um, today at five 30. Cause it's, um, Superman's happy hour and I'll pay for all his drinks. The only thing I want is to make sure that you're there because that matters to Superman. Now, you know, don't get carried away. Don't text me tomorrow. Ask me, did I get home safe? Why do you, it, it, it ain't none of your worry. Well, the underlying, the underlying tone oh, I and speech. the underlying theme there Damn. is Nene really wrong, wrong, <laughs> but she's also not these people's friend. Like she says that she is, she's not their friend. The way that she says that she is, she often uses that word um, okay, and it, often hmm. does not realize that being a friend is a two way street and mm-hmm. it's not a worship street. A worship street? What that mean? A worship street, like worshiping, worshiping the, Nini or the, worshiping Cynthia? No, worshiping her. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. She typically wants people to abide by the same rules that she's willing to break. So that's worship. Um, speaking of friends, mm. RuPaul's best friend race happened again this past week. Uh, spoiler alert: If you have not watched RuPaul's best friend race go forward like five minutes i don't have much commentary this week but yeah. go forward like five minutes yeah um and me not having commentary Ooh. and the reason you don't is because this is the worst episode that i have seen in a long time it was boring it didn't give much or anything and it was just abysmal to me that these performers had got to such this level this level and nobody was entertaining the most entertaining was plastic tiara <gasps> oh and she still wasn't giving me anything that i should feel come on out um I, feel. I love the difference of opinion the one thing about the episode the difference of opinion between evie otley and raja Raja said that she would uh, do the same thing that other girls have said previous seasons of I'll lip lip sync my way to the end. I don't I don't care. I'm like, and so Evie. Yeah. (laughs) And so Evie oddly countered and said, well, keep that same energy for the challenges and you won't have to lip sync. You should present (laughs) that energy up front and then you won't have to do it on the back. That's the way paying bills work, ma'am. If you pay your bill on time, you won't have to worry about the late fee. (laughs) What are you doing? You is hating on me, girl. I'm just trying to give you creative advice. <laughs> and and that's and that's really all, that's really all I think advice. Evie was really doing. And I think Raja received it a shade, but it was like, no. If you like put that same energy of, I'll just lip sync. I'm gonna lip sync up my way to the top. No. I got three late fee payments, ma'am. Why should you be three months late? We could just pay the bill up front. If you got the money, if you manage, because you said you got the money. If you manage it right. You said you you claim you this girl, that girl, this and that. You both categories. I'm your baby tonight is an iconic song. Come on out. Is an iconic song by an Come iconic woman. And I have Sheila no, one eye motherfucking E from Memphis, Tennessee. I would rather have seen her. She will play with y'all on the first song. I've said this on here for a podcast a thousand times. Sheila one eye motherfucking E will play with y'all on the first song. It could be led to see whatever her new release is. 
It could possibly even be Britney Spears. I've never seen that, but it's not gonna be. Hold it on to hope. <laughs> but the second song in Memphis, Tennessee, down to the drag show is always "I'm Your Baby Tonight." And I've got drunk with her drinking some turk, some turkey. What is it called? Wild turkey. Wild turkey. Down to the South Memphis in the ghetto. And I've also gone to the show and made sure she had at least ten twenty dollars. Shout out to Sheila One I motherfucking E from Memphis, Tennessee. That's all I got. Thanks. True stories, Memphis. <laughs> uh, what I was saying <laughs> was, I'm Your Baby Tonight is an iconic song by an iconic woman. And if it is to be lip synced to, it is to be motherfucking lip synced to. And RuPaul and- led with that. I know I said I was going to be quiet because <laughs> I gave my tribute to Sheila One I motherfucking E. But Ru told you. And do not. This is to this is to Whitney Houston. Do not fuck this up. And they still, they still did laundry. They went and cleaned the bathroom. <laughs> they was like, oh well, I'm gonna lay down for ten minutes, check my Insta. I was like, what are y'all doing? It was so boring. It was so bad. They both should have went home. I didn't care if both of them did. Both of them could have gone home and never ever graced the stage of Drag Race again after that performance of I'm Your Baby Tonight. I could have did I'm Your Baby Tonight better than that. With the beard. And took t- In a tank top. <laughs> in a tank top. At a drag performance. And then I would I would have turned it. I would have turned the party. It's I'm Your Baby Tonight by Whitney motherfucking Houston. Who can't turn that song? It is such an easy song. And so, no matter your background, if you are older queen, you're a younger queen, you're a disco queen, you're an EDM queen, you are a New York queen, a Denver queen, you know this song. I don't know a drag performer that does not know this song. And if you know this song, that means you ain't even got to rehearse it because you know the song. That means you should be able to turn it the fuck out. And none of them did. And they both should have went home for that shit. It was un-for-fucking-givable. Um, RuPaul's best friend race. Jesus. Brooklyn Heights. Winner of the season. Unfortunately, but that's because she has not much other competition. No competition. She is giving me Cameron Michaels of this season. Cameron Michaels was also someone that could turn a look and end up at the end of the show and be like, oh, well, you're here. Brooklyn. Very Roger. Brooklyn Heights. Turn to look and then still have to. Brooklyn Heights is going to be very that. And she's probably going to win. Spoiler alert. That is my tepid topics this week. Again, um, I am never going to take my stiletto Baby, off the heel. I know where we're going. Uh, of Hold on, let me get my sneakers out. I'm uh, going to buy new sneakers this weekend. I need some new spring summer sneakers. Well, take them to the protest of uh, hashtag arrest Ed Buck. <laughs> arrest his ass. Because Ed Buck is still out here on these streets. If At you least do take not, his glasses off. At least kick him. I'm, I'm the bitch. I'm I'm here. For, I'm kick. Just kick him, because I feel like if you kick him, you might break a uh, break a hip, break oh a rib, tip it. Yeah, and so if you do that, he he's not gonna be able to do the things that he's been doing in the past. Okay, and you know you might save a life. Mm. So you, know, I'm not gonna give you all that much this week on um, Mr. Buck, but if somebody see him in the streets, just kick him. That's it. Just kick him. Ed Buck, what are you doing? Waiting to be kicked. 
that is all I have this week again in Tepid Topics. Um, oh, wow. It says Ed Book waited 15 minutes to call 911 after second man overdosed in his house. Yep. Advocate.com. Yeah, we recorded that. <sighs> this week, oh, first and foremost, shout out to our beloved, we love you, at One Without Flaws, was featured on a podcast called Because It Applies. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that podcast, Because It Applies. And she mentioned us here for a podcast when discussing prep education and where she gets her prep education. So shout out to at one without flaws. We love you. And we listen to your appearance on because it applies. And we hope that you do more podcasts in the future. Absolutely. Um, And we hope that your uh, online store is flourishing the way that it should. If you need us to promote anything, let us know. Hashtag WCW. We are hashtag here for it. Come on, Texas fam. My social studies this week is um, about the LGBT community. um, Because I feel like Ocasio-Cortez should not be only fish out here representing for the girls with the new voices. Currently, LGBTQ people hold just 0.1% of elected positions. And this week, we celebrated the first ever national hashtag out to win day. Um, America needs 22,272 more LGBTQ people to achieve equitable representation. I was like, equitable? I don't know what that is. That's not like buying a house. Um, (laughs) But we represent, I think, 4.1% of the overall population. And for us being 4% to need 22,000 people. Wow. Um, 22,000 more people. Yes. In an effort to increase representation, those who pledge to consider a run or accept nomination will receive videos and encouragement from LGBTQ elected officials, resources from campaign experts, and other information intended to make running for office more accessible. So search hashtag out to win and go to victoryinstitute.org to um, get more information and definitely contact them if you're interested in becoming an elected official. I am. So when I run for office, I know some of you that was out my there. Question: I had one question. What you gonna do when you get the job? Because I know that was coming. yeah. I mean, Melania Trump's titties and pussy is out here. So I be know, best. Yeah, I'm gonna be better. Addressing online. My bullies. news are my news are better. Addressing online bullies. <laughs> gonna, Man, you got no campaign better than that. <laughs> I'm gonna address the online bullies that I've already fucked. So that's gonna be my platform. You fucked them. Get over it platform uh sexual health this week i wanted to get my what was what about my platform bottoms don't get to have wow bottoms don't get platforms y'all are the platform masculinity so fragile hashtag are you done i really didn't have an answer i just gonna ask you the question i didn't think so (laughs) this week in sexual health welcome to the sexperts casting couch again um, Casting couches are problematic. You should stop saying that. <laughs> That's the whole purpose. <laughs> you should stop saying that. That's the whole purpose. It's National STI Awareness Month as well. Yes. Um, sex is a spectrum. Um, what you like now does not always have to be your sexual identity for the future. Mm-hmm. I will be a strict up when I'm 38. More than likely. I've been I trying claimed to tell you. it already. I've been trying to tell you that. Strict. But you 
there are a lot of people that are in the gay community um, that have started out with certain things because of conditioning and because of past experiences or past traumas. And over time, that sexual identity, that sexual uh, habit Mm -hmm. that was formed will transform um, and it will become other things and you will add other things to them and that's okay um remember that that spectrum means that you can start off all the way over here on the east coast but if you end up over here on the west coast that doesn't mean that it's a negative that means it was a journey i wasn't gonna stay in memphis all my life i end up on the west coast i had to move (laughs) a lot of y'all do um that means it was a journey so you should always um, look at your sexual journey as I started on the East Coast and I'm going to end up on the West Coast. New York Coast. is expensive. I can't stay over there the whole time. <laughs> Wherever your journey takes you, realize that uh, it is a journey and you should be open to that journey. Amen. Uh, and that just because this week you are a bottom does not mean that next week you cannot be a top. I've, um, in my personal experience witnessed like four to five times where um people around me who started off as strict bottoms or either strict tops evolved because even if you start off as a strict top at 18 19 um you like damn getting my ass ate felt feels really good um and it is me as a strict bottom i know you should come you should um figure it out um, come, wow. come, wit- come, witness the beauty. Amen. What is it? Very um, Netflix movie where they unveil the eyes. Very bird box. See the beautiful. See, see, see it. The beautiful creatures. See it. Getting your ass ate can be an amazing thing. Um, it might make you want to jump out a window. <laughs> Look, when you see the beauty, getting your ass ate is outstanding. But for um, throw your baby out the window. So um, I definitely had um, two people close to me. So, like, I started out as a bottom because I felt like I had to be because my physical presented and gave this perception that I would generally fit the perception of a bottom. But I'm not one, though. So, But I don't want to be I need one. Help. Is what I need help taking my sexual encounters Liberation. to another level and they come to me i'm like i'm a strict bottom i ain't never been liberated beyond strict top <coughs> i'm calling sick that day they thought you were the harriet tubman of bottoming uh, oh maybe i'm the underground railroad but i'm just I'm on 265 days a year but you know i definitely do my best to coach them in those immediate situations because sexuality is fluid and i admit that and i and i continue to say hopefully in my future i will be a fully burst because i definitely ugh, 52 years old and the only thing we can do tonight is you take my dick i'm tired just at the thought i'm tired at the thought of being 52 years old and the only thing i can do is take dick tonight i'm tired of taking dick. i'm always the one taking dick can i can i give some 52 so if anybody out there would like to accept any Ronald Matters dick, make sure that you the layaway us. plan because I would like to fuck you when I'm 52 or something. I'm like, what is going on? I can't wait for you to hear this tomorrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is sexual health this week. What? Are oh, well, I'm gonna fuck you and you gonna go to sleep. Can can we do something else? 
Can I lick the balls? The balls. Uh, ghetto. What is the song for your soul this week? The song for my soul this week. Shout out to B Ain't. Oh, I just closed the no, closing the apps. Okay, come back. B Ames, who also I've showed y'all on the internet, who um, produced the song that was my YouTube video theme song. B Ames is amazing. B period A M E S. In 2012, he produced his own remix to SNM by Rihanna. I heard this. It's very hand performance. It's very squat. Get down. You gotta and oh swatting flies. You gotta get down with the hand performance. It's gotta be a full hand performance. You cannot play with the hand performance because the beat gives you hand performance. So if you clean in the kitchen, like you can swirl your little uh, screw up head. Eh, 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 I met him in Puerto Rico. He came eh, to uh, eh, escape. Eh. You gotta oh oh yeah. B. Ames be getting down with his remixes. You gotta get down, okay? You can swing that hair like when you got it just did. Oh ah, uh, you gotta move that bang. So the song is S and M, but it's the B. Ames version. There you go. But I know y'all always judge me because my song is not. Alanis Morissette crying and weeping within. First of all, who doing all that? No, I'm not crying she's, and weeping. She is because she, she's pregnant. <laughs> she's pregnant. I'm not doing she's all that. Pregnant. No. The song for my soul is something I can get down to. Even if it's the heartbreak, it's a good beat. Oh, we got to get down because we're not going to let it get us down. And we can't let no nigga get us down. Um, B. Ames remix. It's, it's definitely for my soul this week. It's definitely with Monica. S, S. Monica was Gunica. Hey, she doing the S and M remix because she got a new panty set to put on. The song for my you soul. You give us something deep. So let this me week right, is about to be real deep. <laughs> Leanne Rhymes. I love Leanne. Celine. I love Celine as well. <laughs> uh, this is a white blonde <laughs> woman as well. I will caution you guys. Uh, she has been through a lot in her career. She has a beautiful family, um, and she embodies the thought version of me. I think I did it again. I made you believe we were more than just friends. Oh, baby, it might seem like a crush, but it doesn't mean that I'm serious. Because to lose all of my senses, that is just so typically me. Oh, baby, baby. Oops, I did it again. I played with your heart. Got lost in the game. Oh, baby, baby. Oops, you think I'm in love. (laughs) That I'm sent from above. That I'm not that innocent. You see, my problem is this. I'm dreaming away, wishing that heroes, they truly exist. I cry, watching the days. Can't you see I'm a fool in so many ways? But to lose all of my senses, that is just so typically me. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oops, I did it again. By Britney Jean Spears. She is 19 years old this month. And if that's not a love song, I don't know a love song. 
I don't know any love songs. You don't. 19 years ago, Britney Jean Spears released Oops, I Did It Again. It has been the song for my soul. Uh, it was about a year ago, actually, probably on the same anniversary. Um, and it is the song for my soul again this year and at this moment because I can't imagine a time in my life where I did not want that red cat suit that she wore in the video. Come on out. I don't want, I want the fire <laughs> spectacle. I'm trying to be humble and let you stand um, genuinely. I want the fire spectacle. <laughs> Well, I think the pyrotechnics. Bar- oh yeah, sign me up. <laughs> I would wear that red jumpsuit to the gas station. I would wear it to the sex party. It's dick out here. Oh, I'm wearing this red jumpsuit. Whoa. I'm wearing it to uh, do my taxes. I'm wearing it. H and R Block. You gotta watch out. <laughs> I'm wearing it to the mall. I am wearing that red cat suit, and for that, for oops. this. I give you praise. No, Come on out. no, you no. better give him praise. No, you better give the queen praise. That's the opposite direction. Come on out. Oops, I did it again. Is the song for my soul this week? Just listen to it again and see if Come it don't out. if it don't move a chakra or two in your life. In Jesus' name. Um, really quick, shout out to Sean Loves. It's his birthday coming up this month. We love your seeing you in your sex specialist t-shirt from here for a podcast. Work. And um, happy birthday. If happy there's birthday. anything we can do to hip make a oh, girl within reason. <laughs> because I don't give y'all gross. Um, Sean Loves, thank you so much for listening and loving here for a podcast. Happy birthday to you. Twerk some. Follow Sean Loves on the internet at Sean Loves. Um, yeah, Sean Commonly spelled S H A W N L O V E S on the Instagram. Yes. It is time for your here for it. Do you have a, a wonderful oh. here for it or a not here for it or an adjacent? I'm here for it this week. Great. Um, my dick is big. Work. It is thick. Okay. And um, y'all need to be sucking it. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> this week my here for it. It sounded like a joke, didn't it? <laughs> I know it did. I know y'all out there laughing, dying. This oh wow, I need to be careful with the Um this week Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez blasted Jared Kushner's use of WhatsApp to communicate with Saudi officials and lack security at the White House during a white during a House Oversight Committee hearing. Alexandria said Reports are suggesting that we are conducting foreign relations by people with security clearance via WhatsApp. Every day we go on without getting to the bottom of this matter is a day that we are putting hundreds, if not potentially thousands of Americans at risk. I mean, really, what is next? Putting nuclear codes in Instagram DMs? Yeah, I saw that. This is ridiculous. Okay, end quote. The gag is, she's telling the truth. Why in all hell is White House, oh, elected White House officials. I heard that last call focus, shot pouring. Focus, focus and so excited about it. Shout out to our last call this week. Um, But Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is like, girl, we doing official government business via WhatsApp, which is run by Facebook. And the, the damn CEO of Facebook came and sat down to the damn here last week 
and y'all didn't even know what a goddamn cash was. Girl, yes, they Facebook is keeping notes on what y'all send across Facebook. Because in case Facebook needs to use this for their own potential benefit in the future, they want to do that. Face WhatsApp is owned by Facebook. And then y'all want to call, what's his name? They're on Facebook? Tom. <laughs> that was my space. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> Look, y'all want to keep calling the girl that on Facebook down to the carpet, but y'all can't even name the girl who on Facebook. What's his name? Call her by her name. <laughs> I can't either right now. The te- the tequila is too jumping, jumping. I'm not even uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Tequila. Yeah, her name, but I'm, um, I don't care that much. So that so if y'all keep overriding um security, the security clearance office keeps saying no. Imagine me. I said no. No. Imagine me. No. No. A black gay man down to the um security clearance office. We shouldn't do this. Well, y'all know he black and gay. We can we really listen to him? Then, bitch, why'd you elect me to the post? The White House has overridden 25 times when the security clearance officer said no. No, 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 no. But now y'all like, oh, we doing um national sec- security business with um somebody who's supposed to be giving us $500 million for guns via WhatsApp. Imagine securing a $500 million deal via WhatsApp. Y'all wait till my online Instagram course come out. Because I'm telling all y'all girls how to get 500 million likes per photo. I'm going to tell you that you can keep your clothes on and still have a budgeting OnlyFans account. Imagine me. <laughs> what the fuck is a budgeting? That was a big word. I was just trying to... <laughs> what the fuck is budgeting? But I think um, a viable... Okay, viable is a word. Okay, nice. I, I think it's a synonym. <laughs> no, budgeting. B U. That's not a word. Okay, well, my here for this week. <laughs> yeah, to beat repeatedly. You can beat these girls. That's the word. It's the word. You can beat these girls. Spell it. B L U D G E O N. Bludgeoning is a word. Budgeting. Yeah, to beat these girls repeatedly. None domestic violence, cheese. <laughs> budgeting is not a word. Um, budgeting is. Yeah. Okay. Um, imagine doing five hundred million dollar deals via WhatsApp. Everybody got a WhatsApp in Brazil. Venezuela can't get no um aid. Can't get no clean water. It can't get no good goat cheese and salami. What country? <laughs> Venezuela. Okay. I th- ain't that the country? It is the second time you said it. Venezuela. Uh. <laughs> Everybody got WhatsApp down to the South America. And we doing $500 million Saudi Arabia deals via WhatsApp. Girl, what is this? I'm not here for it. Why you giggling and laughing? What I'm not here for I'm this told week. this microphone. <laughs> this other microphone. Look, y'all. We still haven't elected a girl to get the um, podcast winning award. Two-year anniversary. We got another. Um, well, I don't want to give them this mic. We should buy them a new mic. But we still got mics out here. What are you here for this week? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just acting up because it's fun. Okay. Um, I'm also not here for a country this week. Um, oh, God. The nation in Southeast Asia under the name of Brunei is 
enacting laws. How you spelled it? Since you forced me to spell it. B u r n e i Brunei. Uh, Brunei is enacting laws uh, starting tomorrow. Oh. Actually. Oh yes, they are. Ooh. Are allowing uh, homosexuals to be stoned for the crime of homosexuality and killed subsequently. Uh, Brunei is a commonwealth uh, that ascribes to Sharia law. That is run by a sultan. Uh, the sultan has made it very clear that he said what he meant and he meant what he said. Yeah. And yeah, these yeah. laws will go on and will be passed. And the rest of y'all hoes can be mad about it. Um, famous actors in Hollywood right now are boycotting hotels that are owned and run by people from Brunei. Oh. And I think that it is extremely important to sign on to that because... There is no other way that we can protest what's going on in Brunei from the outside than protest them getting money from us right now. George Clooney is spearheading the campaign to um, boycott the Beverly Hills Hotel in Beverly Hills, an iconic hotel that is uh, benefiting the Brunei regime right now. And he's taking some flack and... I would like to back him up on this podcast on this day. He is absolutely perfectly correct in saying what he is saying about it. Take the money out these motherfuckers pockets because their money is dirty. And I don't want to contribute to the cause of homosexuals being stoned in Brunei because they're homosexuals. And that's on period. (laughs) I'm absolutely not here for it. Um, I think that it's, uh, a part of the same stuff that we see across uh, Muslim America, definitely, and, and definitely across, not Muslim America, Muslim countries uh, throughout the Middle East and throughout the world. Uh, but we need to take a stand and say, we're not going to support this. Uh, we're not going to be aligned with the deaths of other homosexuals just because they're homosexuals and just because you have a ruler that feels the same way. So I'm absolutely not here for it. I'm not going to be here for it. I'm never going to be here for it. The country of Brunei can go back to the state of where we didn't know that she was even a country two weeks ago. If she's going to continue these same practices. And that's that. And that's on period. And that's on period. <laughs> And this on period. <laughs> it is time for our last call. If you are unfamiliar with this show, this is the point where we take a shot to the very last thing that we are going to talk about. It is our last call. That means it is juicy. It is spicy. It is saucy. Take a shot with us, please. Shout, this week, our oh, oh, go for it. Shout out to Keisha Lance Verse on Twitter. Oh, is that one? Recommended we try Cuervo Tradicional. I hope I pronounced all those syllables. Um, his tweet to us said, True tequila is 100% de agave. The label yeah. will state it. Especial is half agave and half caramel, sugar, coloring, additives, the things. Try the tradicional. It is the same price, smoother, 100% agave, and aged in barrels. So we did get the Jose Cuervo, but we got the fancy can. Thank you so much. And I would also challenge him to try Miss Cow. 
So what's that? Again, know. if you are a tequila connoisseur, try mezcal. Tequila, so many things to try. I'm excited though. Shout out to Keisha Lance verse. Thank you so much. Um, my last call goes to all that, of the that did taste smooth. By the way, you know what? I feel like I didn't have to choke or giggle or tell you to go first. Oh, don't tell the other girls go. Tops don't mind going first. Um, shout out to all the other Power Thirty nominees that will be hanging out with us this weekend. All thirty entities deserve to be honored for their work. And I cannot wait to celebrate with you, celebrate you with you um, this weekend at Power 30. DC Eagle from 10.30 p.m. to 3 a.m. Shout out to the Lord. He wants me to dress up and come out late into the evening. Um, Again. <laughs> child, when am I not out here in these streets? Lady of the streets. Um, and shout out to Speak Out because they will be hosting the red carpet. And Speak Out is so great here in D.C., um, they've worked some impulse events that I've volunteered for, and they've been amazing. Um, so, shout out to all the Power 30 people. Come see us this weekend, down to the club. I'm going to be a mess. Get up. Bring your cameras. With this tradition all, I might be even more of a mess than I generally am. Well, that's saying a lot. And ask us to take pictures. I want to take pictures with y'all. Y'all. I'm, I'm, y'all. I'm glad that y'all. you recognize you said that. I was Y'all. I wasn't gonna say nothing. I wasn't gonna say nothing at all. Um, Y'all. Y'all. My last call is first and foremost to Ashanti Carmen. Uh Ashanti Carmen is a transgender woman from uh PG County that was murdered on the day of trans visibility. How how Cuz. Um and Job on us to, we oh. have not found her killer yet. Uh, her killer is still at large. She was a beautiful trans woman uh, that has been taken away from us too quickly. And she is my definite last call. This other thing is uh, a caveat. But my last call is to Ashanti first and foremost. Uh, what I'm going to say last is the devil speaks through Christians often. Write this down. The devil speaks through Christians often. It will be on the test. Last week we reported on Kimberell talking about <laughs> Fantasia, Fantasia and Leandria Johnson. And if you did not hear that commentary, go back and Girl, listen to that. Um, but Bad this point. week, this past weekend, Fantasia... Fantasia replied back in the most nice way, the most Christian way that she should have. And it wasn't even a clapback. It was just a, I heard you, sis. That was nice you said that. Thank you. And that's where we, that's where all of our energies, (laughs) that's where all of our energies really should be is I'm Fantasia over here. I'm booked. I'm doing shows. I'm doing stuff. I'm busy. And if you're busy too, you would not have to worry about seeing me or worry about putting my Who's name in your mouth. Pick? I mean, what? What is you, going on? You, and comparing me to other... Um, that's that's so nice. I really appreciate you thinking of me. Oh, and that was the energy. And, <laughs> and that was the energy that Fantasia oh, gave. It baby. was, oh, 
Kimberella's thinking about me. That's so nice of her. It was not shady. It was not malignant. It was not what Kimberell actually deserved. Because Kimberell deserved a fade. If you don't know what a fade is, you can look Girl, get you call your barber. <laughs> she, she deserved a fade. But uh, Fantasia spoke about her own journey and uh, broke out into gospel right after saying that. And saying, oh, bless her. I'm about to sing gospel now. Hello. Because I can do that. This I is can, why y'all are here. I can start with secular music. Genres. <laughs> and then end with gospel music. And then might bring you another secular right back on the other Multi-talented. end. And who else do you know that can do that? The Queen of Soul. The Queen of Soul did the exact same thing oftentimes. If you've seen her in concert, she would start off with a gospel song. She would go into her secular stuff that Amen. y'all paid to come and see Amen. and end in a gospel song. And so the messaging that I saw Fantasia give this past weekend, extremely notable. Uh-huh. But my overall last call is to Ashanti, Carmen. But Fantasia, I see you. Rest in I see power. you, sis. Rest I see you. Yeah, both of, both of them. Both of <laughs> That is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure that you subscribe because you never know when another episode is coming to you. Make sure you like this episode. Make sure you retweet this episode. Make sure you share this episode in your own communities. And most importantly, take your Truvada. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman, T H E E S U P A M A N, and you can still find me in all of the Nietzsche. Bye! <laughs>